fly into the airport and I have a pocket full of CFA. So I'm not thinking about anything. I'm like, okay, let me go to the money exchange and I'm gonna change it over for some euro. I get to the money exchange area and the guy at the counter tells me, oh, we can't exchange this. I'm like, what do you mean? It's French money. He's like, well, it's not worth anything here. I said, but it's CFA, it was printed by the French. You mean tell me I'm in France with French money or French printed dollars and I can't exchange it for euro? And he's like, unfortunately, this money's not worth anything here. You gotta go to go back to Senegal and spend it there. And that's when it hit me like, okay, we have to have our own money. You're listening to Africa's number one podcast, the Survival Skills Podcast, where we find survival skills for the 21st century. Ever since music icon and entrepreneur Akon made an announcement of his own cryptocurrency project, Acoin, there has been a lot of anticipation uh, on the continent, but also in the outside world. The good news is that this project is estimated to launch within the next 60 days. And to find out more about this, I had an opportunity to interview part of the executive team. I had uh, John Carras, who is the president of the project, but also the COO, Lynn Liss. Now, there is a lot of news about this project, from smart cities, dApps, entrepreneurship, and one coin for Africa, and the unbanked, but what is true, really? John, can you tell us what Acoin is all about? Absolutely. So uh, Acoin is actually two, uh, two big pieces. One is our token, and the token is really about uh, financial inclusion and flexibility in, in digital uh, transactions, uh, building a whole ecosystem so that users can learn, earn, spend, and save. What we've done is our token through a proprietary atomic swap mechanism allows users to convert freely between prepaid sell minutes and a basket of fiat currencies like dollar, euro, pound, RMB, and their local currency, whether Ugandan shilling or, or otherwise, SIPA, or to convert into a pool of uh, cryptocurrencies. Uh, the early phase, just some of the main ones like Bitcoin and Ethereum and Ripple and Tether, things like that. Um, so by having that flexibility along with a, a, uh, an access point to stable coins that will retain value, um, a user can use any of those tools to transact, to save, to find their way to financial inclusion and essentially um, help bank the unbanked. So that's the token. Uh, equally important or in some ways more important is the, the DAP store or DAP ecosystem within the Acoin wallet where we provide access to a whole bunch of blockchain driven innovations, tools, learning opportunities, et cetera, for users to interact with. Uh, and those will ultimately span a full gamut of, of goods, services, educational opportunities, et cetera. Um, so th that's the gist of it. There's the token, and then there's the ecosystem or DAP store within our wallet. And that, in a simple but verbose explanation, is what Acoin's all about. Now, from the technology standpoint, did you build Acoin on your own blockchain or you used one of the available protocols like Ethereum, Stellar, and others? We're, we're, on, we're on Stellar, and Lynn can take a, a few moments and tell you some of the reasons why we selected Stellar. 
Yeah, thank you. Um, and we, you know, we were in the privileged position with Akon at the helm that we had all of the major protocols approaching us. We went into deep discussions to make this decision. And we can resoundingly say um, after having made it, I think we announced that we were building on Stellar about a month or so back. Um, it's been a, a wonderful, um, you know, proof in the pudding as they say, because we've been working with the Stellar team to build out the platform, build the coin, of course, and why we chose Stellar, yes, beyond Jed and Akon really having a, a great um, coming together and meeting of the minds around the largest vision, financial inclusion in Africa and other developing countries is key and cornerstone to both of them. And what the Stellar Protocol has done in order to make inclusion and what they like to talk about is interoperability more possible, which means the ability to go in and out of different currencies and in um, the local environment to get that money out into local fiat. Paper's not going away. They created something called the Anchor Network that we, Acoin, uh, is established as an anchor, but they, in the Anchor Network, have the most financial endpoints, financial institutions, banks established, um, and also businesses established as anchors. And as long as you're an anchor, you can trade in and out with those endpoints, hence the, the more cash in and out, the more interoperability. So this is, was really important to us in that decision um, from a technology perspective, uh, again, highest level, the same vision between Akon and Jed, the founders of each of our properties. Um, and then I can say today, what's been beautiful is that uh, they've really opened up their kimono and provided so many tech resources, teams, mindshare, so that we have uh, the biggest impact in Africa together. So that's just been really a joy. And as I said, proof in the pudding that we made the right decision. Um, it's really been a great journey and we'll continue to be with them. So stellar all the way. Another popular question is about fundraising. Since the project has been in the works for a while, uh, how did you go about raising funds? Did you go with the ICO model or how is this project funded? Well, just, just you know, we actually have not been raising funds. Uh, and there are no actual outside owners of Acoin whatsoever. We've self-funded this venture uh, for the for the most part. Uh, we have some insiders that have joined us, but um, but you know we're just about to be uh, to be doing our fundraising in a token generation event. So um, so we actually haven't sold uh, sold any Acoin tokens yet uh, we had a donation campaign to help uh, to help support the mission and uh, and we have some supporters that will be beta testing and getting rewarded for uh, for their activities support passion etc but um, we, we, but we have yet to actually officially raise money so this is uh, this has been a passion project and is primarily uh, founder financed read between the lines as Acon but we are just about to release the tokens within the next 60 days in a token generation event with a major exchange. And that will be very uh, highly publicized over the next 30 days. It's coming up quickly. And we'll look forward to circling back around with you and doing one with video where we can get on your podcast and, and talk about, hey, this is going live. We're doing it on such and so. It's the data is such and so. So we're happy to have a circle back around with you. And that'll be Fantastic. We look forward to it. I know Akon would love to join also. Uh, so I know that's on our, our vision uh, to announce all these things together. So be ready. Lynn, could you take us on a user flow to give us a clear picture or example of how Acoin 
will be used by the end user so that we have a clear picture, you know, say a business person or an entrepreneur or a merchant or a business. Like how is this going to be implemented in the real world? Yeah, I'd love to speak to this. Um, and actually, in your intro, I'm actually the COO and co-founder, not CEO. And I say that because I get really geeked and excited to talk about operational and user flow. It's actually the most important thing for our project as we launch. Um, as John mentioned, what we knew, and you've heard this bank the unbank story for so long, um, we knew that we needed a, a seamless and easy way for users to get into the Acoin ecosystem. So our ability to start with prepaid minutes, where users literally can trade from prepaid minutes um, into Acoin, where now all of a sudden they're in the Acoin ecosystem, they can uh, use that Acoin to interact with the various DAP and app partners. So not just decentralized apps as we call them, but also just apps that want to be in Africa. Uh, the user is now with their Acoin and the atomic swap with I think John mentioned, able to trade in and out for services such as healthcare, move into micro lending, move into different social media services. Um, so now they're, they're seeing real value in the Acoin as they trade in and out of these services. And then we take it all the way back into the local merchant, right? So uh, as we mentioned, through the Stellar network and also through prepaid minutes, and there's something we interact with called TAN agents, where you can then take your Acoin and go back out to a local TAN agent and say, I'd like to trade this into the local fiat because again, paper is not going away and many people really still need that to purchase products and services. Now over time, as the Acoin value is established, we know that um, in addition to the value you'll find within the Acoin ecosystem and ability to trade between these various vendors online, the local community will now understand that value and they will also begin to accept Acoin for direct trade. That's really the biggest part of our roadmap. We'll be working with those local vendors to say, will you accept Acoin for trade? But they're also naturally going to want to as the value continues to hold itself and um, have a perceived usage case, again, on the ecosystem and value in the local community. And then one thing I like to always say, I look at what John and Acon do on a daily basis where they really focus on the strategic partnerships, the access that Acon has, of course. So John can speak to this a bit. Um, we spend a lot of time working on enterprise relationships like utility providers. Um, and John, I'll pass it to you because you always bring up some great examples on that case, which will be a big um, usage case for us. So first of all, we're really excited about what was announced in Kenya with Julius Mwale and Mwale Medical Technology City. Uh, where we're going to be the primary digital payment solution. Julius is also actively involved in Acon City, the development, vision, construction, et cetera, of all of that. Uh, and so to a certain degree, we're, we're um, working together to, uh, to do the smart city integration starting in Kenya. So that's something that we're super excited about. Um, that's been announced. It's in motion. We're um, we're gearing that up as we speak. Uh, there are a whole bunch of other ones that are coming down the pike to, uh, to be ready. Uh, not the least of them is uh, there's an a electric grid overlay in, uh, in Uganda that we're dancing around to become, a, again, a payment solution for 
for their users so that people can easily uh, find their way into, uh, into buying into and using electricity, people that aren't currently having and using electricity. Um, so super excited about that. Uh, we'll see as it goes. They're just in the building phase, but we're in the midst of making that deal. These are some highly visible uh, people that are insiders there in Uganda and care an awful lot about improving the quality of life for the average average person, which is where we're completely aligned. And um, something that just a, a minor but important thing to add on the Moale Technology and Medical Center or city cases, you you can imagine the first step well, you know as this is rolling out you have users that are who receive people receive payroll right so in this case they they can receive payroll directly in acoin so simply that again i always speak operationally just getting people into the acoin and the cryptocurrency market imagine you're you're cutting out all the steps you didn't have to move from the paper cash into it you actually were being paid in acoin so the more of those enterprise level, city level partnerships that um, Akon and John work tire tirelessly to establish, um, you're streamlining directly into Acoin. Um, so there's you know so many benefits, as we know, uh, in that regard. So it's very exciting. There are other projects that are trying to do something similar to what you guys are doing. And we've had some of them on this podcast. And they're also trying to target Africa, perhaps Asia or South America. And the question I like to ask is that, if you look in, into all those areas, you realize that not everybody has a smartphone. In fact, many people still have very basic phones. And if you look at the Web3 sort of apps that are coming out, uh, especially from the blockchain space, these applications are much more focused on the high-end smartphones. What have you done to solve this problem and make sure that Aircoin will be truly inclusive. Let me just address that super quickly in a fun and exciting way. With Mawale, uh, there are elements of this, especially just plain and simply for the digital payment side that will be functional with even the $15 uh, not smart flip phone so that the local folks living in the, in the surrounding areas that, you know, that make $1,000 or less a month will have complete access to this digital payment solution. We're also in the process, in the early phase of, of one, developing a, a line of smart and less smart phones with an African company. Uh, that's early days, and there are others that have approached us because the goal, again, is inclusion, not, hey, if you're one of the current you know, 470-some million people on the African continent that have a smartphone, this is for you. And you know, by the end of next year, they're saying that'll be 600 million smartphones. Of course, some of those clumped with people that have two, three, four, as you've seen, being there in Africa, we have, again, the most basic uh, digital payment solution that is, um, that is accessible, accessible on a, uh, on a $15 flip phone. Right. Okay. Um, the next thing is the, before we get into the opportunities, is the roadmap. So I looked at your uh, at the roadmap right now on your website. Uh, looks fantastic. So is anything aligned in terms of uh, Q1 and now entering Q2? Is everything where it has to be, or have you guys experienced oh, yeah. any, any setbacks? We're, we're we looking are really cranking. good. Yeah, we are cranking, and the team is just excelling. We are we are growing on a it feels like daily basis with unbelievable 
folks joining the, the mission. This is, again, as much a mission as it is a quote-unquote project, a word that I hate, but more importantly, a, a business or venture. Very much a mission. We have a lot of desires to do, to do good, to provide tools and access and opportunity for a broad swath of, of the populations of rising economies, starting with and foremost uh, focused on Africa. Awesome. Um, and in terms of opportunities, what are the available opportunities, say, for who can benefit from this directly? I mean, there are a lot of developers, obviously, who are looking at, oh, what can we do? And entrepreneurs as well look, looking at this, like, okay, this is a great opportunity. There should be some kind of opportunity, but they're a little bit unclear of what opportunities are available. Our DAP store is open to all kinds of innovation and opportunity. And we're hoping that many, many of the ones that rise up are indeed founded, run, and, uh, and, and accelerated by folks in Africa. It is limitless. It's the only limit, frankly, is users' needs in terms of what will they gravitate towards and people's imagination on the, on the uh, business builder venturer side. If you just think about the, the last 11 years with Apple's App Store, and you think about which apps have been in favor for just any typical user. I think for myself, for example, we travel a lot, so I use and have used a lot of different travel apps. And at different times, I've favored different ones for functionality, for access, for transactions, whatever. Um, this is going to be the same exact thing. There are limitless opportunities for people to create and build and expand and market their ventures to their, uh, their local community, whether that is their village, their city, their country, their continent, or the world. And it's, it's, uh, the opportunities, again, are limitless. So for all of those smart coders in Kenya and Ghana and South Africa and Nigeria and in, in Senegal and Cote d'Ivoire, bring it on. Bring it on. The, the world is your oyster. We want to provide an access point for people to find you. Oop, my daughter wants to so, find so that. Does too. So does she. So does she. And I like to add, because uh, this gets us super excited, um, we're not, you know, this is not open source at this point. But, but what's really cool, because we want the onboarding to be as easy as possible. So imagine a drag and drop solution where you can pull in uh, a screen for your product. Say it's a beautiful rug that you want the world to see and purchase. So dragging in some pictures, putting in some copy, dragging in a payment screen, right? There are some pretty standard things when it comes to mobile app um, design and UI. So we wanted to make that as, again, easy drag and drop as possible. So that DAP Builder tool will be open to the public. I don't have an exact date on it, but it's very, uh, very uh, early on our roadmap. So that is something exciting to watch for. Um, and then just more broadly, you know, as John mentioned, we're open to all. And I, I really mean it when I say, uh, you know, time is of the essence or time favors the bold or time, 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 reach out. If you're a DAP or an app that wants to be on the platform, um, reach out to us because we really do take the time. We want the best Within the first year, we have um, you know x amount of DApps and apps in each sort of segment that we're looking at, and so be one of the first and grow with us. Uh, it's it's important to take that bold step and reach out. So I encourage your listeners to do just that. If you want to be in Africa and you have uh, a tool and service that is entrepreneur building, we are your place to be. And these do do do, do they have to only be like fintech orient uh, oriented products, or it can be anything? Absolutely not. 
anything. Right. They can be a travel site. They can be an educational tool. They can be, uh, you know, they can be a transportation, shipping, food, uh, consumer product, fertilizer. You you healthcare. you name it. They can yeah. they healthcare. They can do anything. Voting, um, any form of human interest or endeavor, any type of marketplace, anything that any type of um, of anything you can imagine on an app, uh, preferably ones that, that use blockchain, but not even necessarily that, um, we're, we're building out a community focused, but globally available, essentially app store focusing heavily on blockchain driven apps, aka decentralized apps or dApps. And that was the end of my conversation with John and Lynn. And as you guys heard it, the project is launching soon. And these guys will come back with Aircon on the Survival Skills Podcast and share the excitement and more details on where it's going to happen. I mean, which exchange and further. And if you're really excited about the project that you want to get on, make sure you subscribe to the Survival Skills Podcast to stay, to stay up to date. And you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, pretty much any podcasting app that's there i think that's the easiest way for you to pretty much uh get updated with the podcast and you can also contact me directly if you would like to uh, work with me or get in touch uh, on on my website greatjabesi.com that's g-r-e-y-j-a-b-e-s-i.com and you'll be able to contact me from there otherwise you guys stay awesome and never stop learning